Hello and welcome to our podcast, No Filter with Kobo. I'm your host, Elsie Ruiz Alvarado. And in this episode, we will review our formula of the month, a hybrid sunscreen with an SPF of 57 and PA of plus 4. We will discuss the Kobo ingredients used, their purpose and formula, and offer some background so that you can create similar and effective formulas such as this one. Let me introduce our guest for today, Claudia Harthouse. Hey, Claudia. It's so nice to have you on our podcast again. Thank you for joining us to discuss this month's Formula of the Month. Hi, Elsie. Thanks for having me back on the podcast. Claudia, before we move on to the questions, please remind us um, of your background and what you're doing at Cobo these days. Sure. So for those that don't know me, I'm Claudia Harthouse, and I'm an Applications Lab Program Supervisor here at Cobo. And just like this hybrid sunscreen formula of the month, we've been working on, on multiple hybrids lately. That's great to hear, Claudia. Thanks for sharing. Currently, I'm noticing that there is a rising interest in hybrid formulations containing sunscreen actives, which can help create highly effective formulas for a diverse community. I want to hear all about this hybrid formula, so let's go ahead and get started with learning all about it. So for the first question, for the audience's ease of understanding, what exactly is a hybrid sunscreen? And in terms of sun protection, are there any advantages to formulating and utilizing hybrids? So hybrid sunscreens are sunscreens containing a combination of organic and inorganic UV filters. So the organic UV filters are the chemical filters and the inorganic UV filters are the mineral filters. And with these types of sunscreens, the advantage is getting a higher SPF protection with better aesthetics to be inclusive to a diverse range of skin tones. Okay, I see. So I want to step back just a little bit and touch on touch on how the organic chemical filters and inorganic mineral filters help to protect the skin. When used together, their function as a unit is sort of a hybrid in itself, as they both work very differently. Organic filters absorb UV light and prevent it from penetrating into the skin, while inorganic filters such as uh, zinc oxide or titanium dioxide block the UV rays. With a hybrid formula, essentially, you end up with one product with a happy medium, the UV reflective properties of mineral actives and UV absorbing and altering abilities of chemical actives. And that being said, we can move on to the next question, which is, can you tell me a little bit about what inspired our laboratories to create this formula and what were the factors considered? So we saw the trend of hybrid sunscreens coming, so we wanted to get a jump start on this for sure. Um, we wanted to use our non-nano zinc oxide dispersion, TNP65MZS, to ensure that we would get good UVA protection, as well as using our SunBoost ATB for that extra SPF boost. We wanted to achieve a high SPF with this product with great aesthetics. Great. Way to stay ahead of sunscreen trends, Claudia. Thanks. Okay, so... My next question that I have for you is if you could please share with us in detail the unique characteristics of Sunboost ATB and why it was chosen for this particular formula. Of course, as mentioned, we wanted to definitely incorporate Sunboost ATB because it is such a great raw material that was perfect for this application. The Sunboost ATB is a combination of argon oil, tocopherol acetate, and bisabolol that helps boost SPF. It also has great skincare benefits because it nourishes the skin and it contains antioxidant, anti-irritant, and anti-inflammatory properties. Yes, Claudia, thanks. Uh, the SunBoost ATB's multifunctional ability is a good resource for product formulators. 
it's not exclusive of use in sunscreen formulations only. It can be used in many different types types of applications. And this could be what sets it apart from some other boosters out in the market now. And my next question for you, Claudia, is um, is this formula this formula contains a zinc oxide dispersion? Can you talk a bit on why zinc oxide was chosen over titanium dioxide for this formula? So along with the trend of the hybrid sunscreens, we're also seeing a trend of mineral sunscreens that are only utilizing zinc oxide. And we wanted um, the zinc oxide to be our strong UVA protection and the chemical UV filter to be our UVB protection. Yeah, you know, I'm not surprised currently that it would be the chosen for the hybrids. Um, in general, I've noticed an increase of zinc oxide requests and um, many zinc oxide um, sunscreens on the market. Okay, so I'll follow with the next question. And this one would be is, um, I, I did notice that this formula contains a chemical sunscreen, Neoheliopan OS. Can you speak on why it was favored over other chemical sunscreen options? So we chose to use Simrise's Neoheliopan OS, which is octasally. This is also known as ethyl hexosalicylate. We chose to use this one over the others because it has a nice light feel and we wanted to see the synergy of it with our zinc oxide. Great. Thanks for that, Claudia. Um, okay, so this hybrid sunscreen um, obtained an SPF of 57 and PA plus 4. Can you explain simply what all the plus, what the plus 4s indicate about the formula? So UVA PF testing is the protection factor of UVA. This testing measures the ability of the sunscreen product to protect the body from UVA rays. The, the four plus signs indicates that it has strong UVA protection and four plus signs is the maximum that can be achieved for this. And this formula also received the UVA PF value of 16.8, which is also pretty high. Yeah, that's, that's a great formula. Okay, so are you able to share with us how much SPF, the zinc oxide and Sunboost ATB contributed to this formula alone without the chemical sunscreen? So we can calculate this based on the particle size of the zinc oxide in the formula. For this, we estimate it should give us one to two SPF units per active percentage of zinc oxide. Then Sunboost ATB should give us about a 20 to 30% boost. We also have our COPO calculator, which says our TNP65MZS dispersion should contribute about 38 SPF units. And with the addition of Sunboost ATB, it would probably hit a SPF 47. Great. Thanks, Claudia. Um, you know, for the audience's information, um, you mentioned the use of a calculator. Um, we have a great tool available for product formulators. It's the use of an SPF PFA calculator. This calculator can be used as a guideline to help formulators plan the um, composition of active ingredients in a sunscreen formulation. It was developed using SPF and PFA results of sunscreens formulated with Kobo's UV filters to estimate the individual contribution of titanium dioxide or zinc oxide. However, the influence of the actual formula on the overall efficacy is very important. Uh, such things as other actives, film formers, and formulation types will affect the result. Therefore, the calculated estimates cannot replace proper SPF PFA testing of the final product. This tool is not available on our website. If you'd like access, please contact your account manager for an individual username and password. Okay, so I'll move on to the next question. And that would be is that I did notice a preservative 
can you talk with us a little bit about how having the need for a preservative in the sunscreen formulation? Yes, so it is so important for formulas to contain preservatives. As you can see from the formula, it doesn't have too much water in it, but there is still a water phase, so you need to make sure you have a preservative. The water phase is what is susceptible to microbial growth, so as long as there is water content in the formula, a preservative is a must. That's great advice. Thank you. I also noticed the use of a silica in this formula. What is the silica contributing to in this formula? Yes, there is our MSS 520N in here, which is a non-oil absorbing silica microsphere that helps give the formula a great texture and feel with better blendability on the skin. Okay, Claudia, so I have just one more question for you. Do you have any special uh, manufacturing tips for this particular formula and the products used? I have heard that there are some pH concerns involving zinc oxide and water. Were there any specific precautions needed to be taken when creating this particular formula? So this is a water and oil emulsion, so there is no pH of the final product because the oil is the outer continuous phase. When it comes to oil and water emulsions, the pH is more of an issue that needs to be taken into account and monitored. The pH of an oil and water emulsion with zinc oxide should range between 7 to 8 so that the zinc oxide does not ionize in the water phase. It's best to buffer the initial water phase in that case to be between that. Simply explained. Thank you for that. Um, okay, so basically, uh, that's the last question. Um, but I do just want to say that my take on this is that, honestly, in such a diverse world population, it is so important of brands to be considerate of creating aesthetically pleasing sunscreens, which are intentionally inclusive, as there is a need to protect people from the harmful effects of UV light, including skin cancer and premature skin aging, no matter your age or what shade you fall in. I'm super proud for Kobo that we are continuously working in the labs to create inclusive formulas. Claudia, thank you so much for your insight and being our guest today. It's been really nice learning from you. I'm looking forward to see what other formulas you will create. And hopefully we can get you back on our podcast so you can share. Thank you for having me, Elsie. I'd love to be back. Thanks, Claudia. For all those who tuned in, once again, we appreciate you listening through and hope that you found this episode to be informative and of some value to you. Our intent is to get you inspired to create formulas such as the one just discussed. If you would like to see the complete formula and want to know more about the ingredients discussed, Go back to the description of this episode, where you will find links to the formulas and literature of the ingredients mentioned. If you have any questions, don't hesitate to reach out to your account managers, as they are always ready to assist. And I did just want to mention that COPA will be presenting at the Sunscreen Symposium in Florida on September 13th to 15th. Um, there will be a presentation made on hybrid sunscreens, and the title is Evaluating Hybrid Sunscreens to Meet the Needs for inclusivity and safety. Also remember that on social media at Cobo Products, you will find pictures of the products and application. This podcast has been created by the content team at Cobo Products Incorporated. Cobo Products is a raw material cosmetic manufacturer and distributor specializing in treated pigments and dispersions. Be sure to follow us on Spotify or the platform of your choice so that you don't miss any episodes. Have a beautiful day. Take care and see you all next time.